Would you like to escape your soul-sucking job and have the freedom of being your own boss? Would you like to live life without asking for permission? Wow, that's quite the statement. Rachel Smets is my guest today, and she is going to tell us how to start living, because life is short. Have you ever felt like giving up, quitting, throwing in the towel? Welcome to Never Ever Give Up Hope featuring Carol Graham. She's an author, health coach, and motivational speaker. Backed into a corner multiple times in her life, Carol shares with you stories on how she overcame some of the toughest obstacles a person can go through in life, but refused to give up hope. Rather than admit defeat, an opportunity was presented, and it involves each and every one of you. Carol will feature spectacular guests who will share their messages of hope, encouragement, and their inspiration to prove why life's adversities only make you stronger. And now, welcoming the host of the show, here's Carol Graham. As a young girl, right into adulthood, Rachel lacked confidence. She felt bad about herself and her appearance, and she believed she was not good enough. How many of us can relate to that? But then she experienced burnout. So Rachel, welcome, and can you tell us what happened? Wow, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> I'm all silent right now. <laughs> uh, great to be here. How you came to that place of burnout? First of all, I'd like you to share, though, uh, how that affected you when you were growing up. You said that even as a young person, you had no mm -hmm. confidence, etc. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. something shifted and you experienced burnout. So tell us about the transition from one to the other. Yeah, well, I mean, there's obviously a long time, there's a big gap between, you know, the childhood and the burnout. But um, yes, I have to say that as a child, and even young adult, I, I really um, lacked confidence for sure. And what I mean by that is that I was always very silent. Um, I didn't speak up. I didn't want to share my opinion. I didn't really feel like I had an opinion to share because I was afraid of what other people would think, afraid of how I looked, you know, like, oh, am I not looking too fat in this or that? Um, I was, you know, sitting in the back of the class, um, again, like silent and not wanting to be the center of attention because the fear, because really literally the fear of what would other people say and what if somebody would laugh. But then even when I started working, you know, I was still like in a meeting the one who would not speak up and the one who would not ask questions and afraid of doing a presentation. My gosh, that was terrifying. And what if I, I ask a, a dumb question, right? And so that was, those were all the signs that I, I just, yeah, I just, I was afraid. I was just afraid and, and just didn't have the confidence and afraid of more worried, let me put it that way, of what other people think than, than knowing myself. Yes, I can totally relate to that. I remember being that little girl in the back of the class. I remember being the one that was never picked for anything and, mm -hmm. and having all kinds of issues along that line. And then mm -hmm. just as you, 
that mm-hmm. changed. And that's yes. what we want you to share is, <laughs> yes. is what point you came to and how you turned from that little girl into the strong yeah. woman that you are. And what happened yeah. that you did go through burnout? Yes, those are two different stories, but let me just explain. Um, so what happened was that I was in my early 20s um, and I had this this dream, I suppose, to live abroad. And um, I, I came in contact with people who, you know, were coming, who were expats, let me put it that way, and who were coming from abroad. And I just, I just was so intrigued by, oh my gosh, what, what if I could work in another country? What if I could live in another country? And so long story short, I, 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 that was my first leap, let's say, um, that I did, I did, I did look for jobs, uh, abroad and I, it, it took me a year of planning and searching and applying. And I thought, you know what, if I have a job, then I have income. And if I have income, I can find a place to live and I can just, you know, take care of myself and it'll be fine. And that's how it went. But this sounds easy, but oh my gosh, the fear that I had to take that step. And the biggest fear was not even the moving abroad. The biggest fear was telling my parents because, you know, there you are, you're not a child anymore, but still, even, even now, like, you know, at 40 plus, I'm still like, oh my gosh, if I make a big decision, what will my parents say? And that has been following me all of my life. And I think it's normal, you know, your parents raise you and, and you feel like the need for approval, right? And, um, and so they were totally not pleased by that because it's, it, they didn't understand it. And it was, I mean, nowadays it's more common, but back then right. it was like, you're, you're, you're leaving the family. I'm like, no, I'm not leaving the family. I'm going abroad. And I'm like, but why you have a nice job and you have money and, and you know, why would you, why on earth would you do that? So that for me was a big, a big leap, really a big, when I think about it now, I'm like, oh my gosh. So Facing that fear, not only as a woman alone to move abroad, but also to have not to not have the support of my family. Um, and so after I think a year and a half, it took them, especially my mom, to realize like, OK, well, she's actually doing it like she's OK, you know, um, and then she kind of accepted and she she got around with it. And I, I, I haven't been living in the same country as my parents for more than 20 years now. Um, and, and it's, it's going great. So, so that was the, 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 the first, that definitely, definitely helped, helped in my confidence, but I wasn't there yet. Okay. It definitely helped my confidence because one of the key things to grow your confidence is to overcome fears because once you overcome fear, and this doesn't have to be that you have to move abroad, but overcoming fear could be, think about the first time you do a presentation, the first time you speak in public, the first time you take a plane, you know, like the first time you do anything, you always have to cross that fear. And once you cross that fear, you have that sense of victory, like, yes, I did that, right? So that is definitely, definitely, it it has been one of my steps into confidence, for sure. So then your question was about the burnout. And so um, I'm going fast forward several years here. And um, I was in corporate. And I was, I think, 36 Um, and, um, I was just climbing the ladder really, because there I was. And I think, you know what I mean when I say you just, you just want to prove everyone like, Oh, I have, I have a nice title and I I have a car and I have the the money and the financial security. And you just want to prove everyone else that you're just doing so well and doing more and more and more. And so, but the truth was that on the outside, 
everybody was like, oh my gosh, you're doing great. You know, you have all this, all, all, everything is working out for you so well. But on the inside, I was mm. miserable. I was sick in my stomach. Literally, I, I had a chronic, um, you know, um, stomach disease that totally faded away when I quit my corporate, by the way. So just to tell you, um, but I was exhausted. I was doing everything to please everyone except myself. Right. And that was how I burned out because I was just doing, 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 doing. I was not taking care of myself. I was just the outside was more important. Like, hey, people be, you know, I'm doing this all. Um, but it was, it was totally not aligned with who I was and I wasn't aware. I was not aware because I never in 37 years took a look at what I wanted. I never let my feelings or my intuition speak. It was always in the mind, always in the rational, always like you have to have money. You have to have a job. You have to have security. Bam. That's it. But it was never about what do I feel? What do I really want? And so all of that caused the burnout, which, by the way, that burnout was the best thing that ever happened to me, because that was actually the big, big shift in the bigger shift, even bigger than moving abroad, the big shift in my life that I started stopping. And I looked at myself and I looked at what does Rachel want and not what does everybody else want, but really going inside and saying, OK, what do I really want? And that was such that was like. Wow, that was just so that's why I feel it's still the best thing that ever happened to me, because it really made me aware of myself and observe myself. Obviously, a pivotal moment. And yes. I, like you said, those are usually shocking and mm. life changing, but mm. they certainly can be for the best, which yeah. now just maybe give us a little idea of somebody who isn't there yet maybe what signs they can recognize in themselves mm -hmm. to change before they reach that point of burnout. Any mm. suggestions there? First of all, you wake up in the morning and you have to drag yourself out of bed and you just wish you could just snooze that button or you wake up and you're like, is it weekend? Oh no, it's Tuesday. You're like, you know, that, that feeling of, oh no, I, I have to go. Um, and then, you know, you, you just, you're in your job and you just look at the clock the whole time, like, oh, is it almost, you know, time to go? Or you look forward to the weekend or you look forward to, you know, a holiday. Um, and so all of those are, are really signs. And also like, are you genuinely enjoying what you do or are you doing it? Because yeah, that pays the bills, right? That's what you think you have to do. And, and I remember just always like, having conversations with, with colleagues or going to the perf performance appraisal and just ticking the box like, yeah, 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 of course, I love this job. I love my role. I love the company. It's like, really? I mean, it's just fake. You know, you just, you're just fake. And I, and I knew in my heart and, and soul, I was just, I, I, yeah, I, I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I wanted to be my own boss. I didn't want to ask permission to buy a pencil and a piece of paper. It just, you know, you need 10 signatures to, to get approval to buy something or to do something or to go to get a holiday. And it just, all of those things were just like, ah, oh, such a struggle, you know? Um, so I think, I think <laughs> those are the signs I can definitely think and remember. I don't want to confuse what you're saying with people setting goals. Can you address that? Because goals are necessary, but we don't want to make our goals too steep, too unattainable. What, what would, how would you address that? That's a very good question. The thing is that 
when I was in this burnout, okay, and I realized I wasn't in the right place, I think making goals are really, really important because you have something to look forward to. So I think it is really important. And goals and dreams is something that you really have to have. And and this is, again, something that really shifted me. It's that when I was stuck in corporate, let me call it that, and people were asking me, what is it that you do, Rachel? I would say like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm a manager and I work at this company and I, I, I really don't like it. Like, that was my answer. Like, I'm a manager, I'm not liking it, and I work in this company. But what happened was the more I said that, the more I stayed stuck. Hmm. And when I, when I created for myself the dream life, and that's what I do with my clients is like, let's look at what you want. Like, where do you want to go? Not where you are now, because where you are now, you're not feeling right. You're feeling miserable, right? So when I started, like, but wait a minute, my dream is to travel the world. My dream is to be my own boss. My dream is to, to do what I want and to wake up in a good mood and to, to love Monday morning and any weekday or any weekend day. It just doesn't matter to me what day it is. Really, it doesn't because I'm doing what I love. And so that was my dream and my goal, okay? And when people, once I started telling people, when people I didn't know and they're like, oh, what do you do? I'm like, oh, you know what? I love traveling the world and I... I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm growing on YouTube and I'm growing online. And even if I didn't have business yet, I didn't have clients yet. I wasn't, I wasn't a nobody online yet. Right. But those were my aspirations. And so the more I started talking about that, instead of I'm a manager and I'm in this company and blah, 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 blah. And this is what I do. You know, you, you see the difference. The moment I started shifting that language towards the language of my dream life, that is when it opened up for possibilities and opportunities because I was attracting more of, of, of that dream life. I was attracting more people that were living that dream life. I was attracting more conversations. I was attracting more energy, more vibes because I was spreading that energy of that is the life that I want. And that, that is like a, such a simple trick that everybody could do right now because I love just giving things and trips, you know, tips that, that could help you right now. So if you're in a place right now where you're like, I don't like what I'm doing. Then every time somebody's asking you or in your head, are you, what are you telling yourself? What language, what words are you using? Are you saying, oh, I'm miserable and I don't like this and this is my job? Or can you shift that and like, I really want to do this and this and this. I really dream about traveling. I really, I really see myself traveling and doing what I love, being my own boss. You know, when you start opening up to that, that's when shifts will happen. That was perfect. I really appreciate that. And I also think you will agree with me, as many of my guests have said along these same lines, is that balance is an absolute necessity. Well, when you say balance, I think about energy, like, um, because that's another thing when you asked about the signs of the burnout, I, I was just, I felt tired all the time. And why? Because I had no energy. Why? Because I did, I did a job that just drained me. Because if you do something that you don't like, it drains you. It's almost like, you know, when you talk to somebody that, it, 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 you know, I call them energy vampires. <laughs> you know, you talk to somebody and it's like, ah, oh, you know, it's just, you just feel so, so like unmotivated and just, oh, I don't know, you're just like, ah, oh, really? I mean, I just want to run away, right, from this person. Or you have people that you talk to and it's like, oh, yes, and you have, you know, motivation and energy and it's like, oh, yes, and you the energy flows and the conversation flows. Those are the positive spirits. And so when you do something that you love, you get more energy. So a burnout is coming from doing 
too much. I did a video on that on YouTube last week about being too busy. Like people that are always busy, 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 and you're busy doing things that you don't like that drains your energy, that will lead you to a burnout. But if you're busy doing things that you love, that will give you energy. So when you say balance, Carol, I'm like, well, yes, do more. You know, it's not about if you're in a burnout or you want you want to avoid a burnout that you have to do nothing and just lay down and stay in bed all day. No, you have to be busy doing things that you love. So instead of doing doing things that, you know, that drain you, do things that you love, do more of what you love. And that is that is the balance that 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 I understand from what you say. Perfect. I like that answer. Let's switch gears a little bit and talk to us mm -hmm. about the pain of regret. Because uh, looking over oh. your information, <laughs> there was a lot in there about that. Basically, the question I think that people are asking themselves or that you asked yourself is, what if I had done what I really wanted? Mm. So let's talk about that. Oh, my gosh. I love talking about that because that is, for me, the thing that keeps driving me is imagine... Well, first of all, there's a lot of research that has been done, right? For elderly people, you know, when they're in their final stage of life and they ask like, okay, you know, what, what, looking back upon your life, what, what would you say? Like, you know, what, 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 and all of them, you know, and this had been, has been proven over and over. They're like, oh, I wish, I wish I had done what I really wanted. I wish I had, you know, they, it's the regret, Carol, it's the regret they have, that pain of the regret. And so for years and years and years, from the moment, actually, that was actually what drove me also to move abroad was I do not want to grow old looking back upon my life thinking, ah, oh, I wish I had done it, right? The what if, like, what if I had done it? Like, no, no, no. And that is the one thing because, and even today, like every time I have a decision to make, every time I want to do something, like literally last week, I sold my house because my house is the one thing that kept me stuck. And my my, my dream, like I said, is to travel full time. And so I'm very close to doing that. And I thought, well, the one thing that's keeping me stuck is still being the owner of a house. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do it. And it's scary. It's so scary, Carol, because where will I live? Like, literally, I will not lo no longer have a house, right? So I just, I just wanted like, hey, universe, you got to <laughs> provide me for, you know, more travels now with the whole pandemic. But, but the thing that I'm saying, the point is that I need to do this because I don't want to have regrets. I don't want to grow old thinking, well, ah, what if I did sell my house? What if I could have traveled full time, right? No, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So here's the thing to remember to everyone listening. The pain of regret is bigger than the pain of change. Let me repeat that. That's the pain excellent. of regret is bigger than the pain of change. What does this mean is that you got to change. You gotta, you gotta like take a step, cross that fear, shake hands with your fear, you know, confront it, but just do it. Just do it because change, you know, the comfort is the enemy of change. You gotta step out of your comfort zone and life begins outside of your comfort zone. It's just the truth. And now a lot of people might be thinking, yeah, Rachel, that's easy for you to say. No, it's not easy. I'm not saying it easy. I'm not saying it easy. But if you do nothing, nothing will change. If you feel miserable in your job right now, and you do nothing, five years from now, where will you be? You'll still be in your job, you'll still be miserable, and you'll be five years older, right? So what can you do? What small steps, and here it is, what small steps can you do? What, and here comes, micro steps can you take? And that's how I do my whole life, and that's how I was able to quit my job and, and living the life that I wanted. Why? Because I took small steps all the time. And here's the, the big struggle 
is a lot of people, they have big goals and dreams, but the gap from where you are now and where you want to be is huge. It's like you want to be at the top of the Mount Everest, and that's impossible. But if you break that mountain down into hills, you can climb a hill. What can you do today to get closer to your dream? For example, you want to quit your job. You want to, you know, you, you want to have the dream life like, like, like I am. I am my own boss. I'm living my dream. I'm traveling the world. Well, talk to me. Like who, who, and if not me, then who can you talk to? Who is doing the career or the life that you want? Go and talk to them. Ask them questions. Like get in touch with people. Maybe you need to read a book. Maybe you need to take a course. Maybe, you know, small steps, you know, but if you do nothing, nothing will, I'm I'm sorry, I'm being super passionate about this because I see so many people who are stuck and it's just so sad because then you're going to get old and then what? And then you're going to look back upon a life and like, ah, Yeah, you know what? I wish. (laughs) Right, Carol? Absolutely right. You had several points there. I really appreciate it. And also one thing I want to encourage the listeners is I did a complete about-face change career at 67 years old. And what Mm -hmm. I want to say is it is never too late. If you come to that place in your life where you realize you have Mm -hmm. regrets and you do want to change, It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter if you're 60, 50, 40, 20, 80. I mean, you can do it. You can change and realize, you know, that balance and that what you wanted in your life is attainable. So thank you for sharing that. Now, tell us about being a clarity coach. What do you do? What's involved? How can people get involved with you, et cetera? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Well, for me, the key thing, the key thing to, to, to any change is clarity. And what do I mean by that is that if you have clarity, then you have, you can make a clear plan. And when you have a clear plan, you can, you can um, take clear steps, right? But it's the clarity of what do you really want to do? Because when I think back about when I was stuck in a job, it's like, yeah, I know I want to change, but I, I don't really know what, like, what am I really going to do? How am I going to make money? Like the, the, it just, I didn't have that clarity. And as long as I didn't have the clarity, I was like, oh, well, I'll just stay stuck in this job, right? So so that's what I do with people. It's like, okay, let's look at where are you now? What do you want to achieve? And what is that next step, right? Because clarity leads to confidence and confidence mm-hmm. leads to courage to take that step. So once you have the clarity, and that's what I do over and over and over again, and it's really like, it's hard to see it on your own. Like it's, it, if you're always in a job doing what everybody wants you to do and just, you know, in that routine, that daily rut, it's hard. It's hard to figure out like, but what is it? Like what's out there, you know? And then comes also the fear. Like, but wait a minute, I don't know. Like it's, it's, what if I fail? And it's, it's just unknown. And and yes, I may have a dream, but it's, you know, who am I to achieve that? And, you know, and all of these excuses. So it's really about, okay, the clarity comes first. And from that clarity, you can take the steps to that path of freedom. So that's exactly what I do. And, um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to share um, a lot more and I have a lot of content that, you know, and resources that I can share. So um, first and foremost, I, I do a, every Wednesday a video on YouTube to just type my name, Rachel Smets, um, S-M-E-T-S on, on YouTube, but also my website. I'm, I'm just easy to find. Like you type Rachel Smets in Google and my website is also rachelsmets.com. Seven steps to get unstuck. If you're really feeling stuck, I have a free video training. I'm happy to share that as well. If you can link that below, um, below your, your podcast as well. Absolutely. But, I'll do that. 
Yeah. So I think the clarity is really is really the key thing, because when I started to, you know, you, you Google about, oh, how to earn money online and how to do this online and how to start a business. And it's all it was all too far ahead. So it's it's really going back to wait a minute. Who are you? What do you want? Let's start there. Let's get that clear and then take the steps. One thing that I appreciate about you is that when listening to you, we have to listen fast because of your energy. <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying? I think you do. You know, we need to listen fast. We need to hear fast. We need to keep mm. up and then we need to go mm. over it again. And you have given us so much to think about that we have mm. to listen slowly by going over it, I believe, the second yeah. time. So I really appreciate all the input you gave us. And one of the things that you said that I think will impact a lot of people when you said it twice as if you do nothing nothing Mm. will change I Mm. love that line and I think we can apply that to just about anything in our lives so is there anything that you would like to share also I'll talk about your book a little bit and if there's anything you would like to share in summary that would be awesome said like you know the pain of change is bigger than the pain of regret I think I think that is definitely something to think about and um yeah, I, I love I love getting results and I love taking actions and I love my clients to always have an action, right? And so for everybody who's listening, I'm thinking, okay, what 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 can you do right now to take action towards your dream life? Because um like I said, you know, think about one micro action, like one person you could talk to, one one person you can follow one one book you can you can read one you know one thing so please 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 take one step you know that gets you closer because one step and then comes the ripple effect the next and next and next and one other thing um carol that i'm thinking about is is super crucial it's the mindset because what here's another quote i love quotes what you think you can create Okay, what you dream, you can create what you think, like your thoughts, they are everything. Like, remember when I said, like, when you when you think, oh, I'm in this job and I don't like it, blah, 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 that's where you stay. If you think, oh, but I'm doing this and this is my dream life. And I'm like, and your thoughts go into your dream life. That's what you create, because every single cell in your body is eavesdropping on your thoughts. Your thoughts really create your reality. And it's a simple phrase. But I never really got it. And it, when I started to really get that, I started shifting my thoughts. Because when you shift your thoughts into, yes, I can do this, then you open up yourself the possibilities to actually achieve that. And what you said earlier is like, oh, but I'm too old. And, you know, all of these excuses, those are thoughts that are keeping you stuck. And when right. you have those thoughts, you create your own limitations. And when you create those excuses and limitations, you get to keep them. Bam. That's it. It's that simple. So if you shift that and you're like, no, like when you were 67, like, come on, like, yes, I can do this, right? I can do this. I can, for me too, like, who would have thought when, when I'm there doing a nine to five corporate job, who would have thought I would travel the world, but I'm doing it because I shifted my thoughts into, yes, I can do this. And when you, when you shift your thoughts, it creates your reality and you can do that. So the biggest word about this entire broadcast today is encouragement. You have <laughs> are the queen of encouragement. I really appreciate all the things that you said to get us off our butts. I mean, (laughs) I will. I'm a big motivator. I love doing that. (laughs) And, you know, there's an expression, what you think or who you think you are. And I like Mm. how you change that. What you think you can create. 
Oh, yeah. So that, that gives it a little different twist. And, and I will be thinking of that, as I'm sure our listeners will be, too. Well, this mm. has been an, a great ride. I hope that everybody had their seatbelts on because this was this is so <laughs> motivating. you got to get out of your chair and, and make some new goals, make some new reality happen that you have wanted to do. Stop making mm. excuses. Start living. Mm-hmm. Stop regretting all those things that you shared today. Everything will be available on the web page that I put up, including the links to your book and uh, your okay. coaching and anything else that you want to share. So I thank you again. Okay. I really appreciate you coming on to Never Ever Give Up Hope. And that's exactly what you did. Is oh, Thank you. Thank you so much, Rachel. Thank you for listening to Never Ever Give Up Hope featuring Carol Graham. Did you know that most people succeed because they are determined to? Quitting was never an option. Carol loves your comments and will respond to each one. So please subscribe and review this podcast. A rating of five stars would be outstanding and appreciated. Remember, if you are still here, there is always hope.